You are listening to Wildlife Conservation India podcast by Ela Foundation Pune India and the Wildlife People. In today's episode we have with us Dr. Suruchi Pandey. She is the head of Nilkanta Joshi Lab of Ethnoornithology of Ela Foundation and Maharashtra Education Society Pune. She has a PhD in philosophy and another PhD in ethnoornithology and a postdoc in owls in Indian culture. In this novel series of 8 episodes, Dr. Suruchi Pandey takes you on a journey to fathom the depths of ethnobiological knowledge hidden in various ancient Sanskrit texts from India. She explores some animals mentioned in ancient Indian culture and tries to see them in modern light in order to link cultural aspects to scientific conservation to win people's active participation. In the first episode Dr Suruchi Pandey takes you on the fascinating worlds of the vocal frogs as they chant the hymns in the wet monsoon season of India. Today these amphibians are threatened due to habitat loss and water pollution. In this episode we are going to review some interesting references to a frog and how ancient Indian mythology and scriptures have given place to this amphibian in the hindu belief system there are nine grahas that is planets considered as the celestial bodies according to the sanskrit text rupa mandana the shukra which means venus is seated on a frog according to puranic mythology shukra is honored because he has the knowledge that brings dead back to life Maybe this concept is certainly linked to the habit of hibernation of frogs where the speed of animal's metabolism slows down dramatically during winter and in spring it wakes up to life one of the 64 yoginis yoginis a group of minor deities and forms of goddess parvati one yogini was named as jalakamini which means one who loves water and she is shown as sitting on a frog in sculptures sanskrit language also has some interesting synonyms for the frog if we refer to the important text titled as amarakosha from 6th century ad we get to read bheka bheka is an onomatopoetic word and it is derived from croaking sound of the frog frog is also called as manduka here manda means to adorn to clothe or to rejoice a frog was also called as varshabhu means produced in the rain shalura the name shalura may refer to the poisonous skin of the toad the frog was also called as plover here plu means to leap to hop to skip or to spring from so the plover or the frog which refers to its swimming or floating A frog was called as Dardura. Dara, this name is clearly descriptive of the burrowing habit of frogs. And Darana means breaking and cleaving. In Hindu mythology, we also find a frog-faced goddess. In India, a frog-faced goddess 
she was one of the yakshinis or lesser goddesses she is shown as mounted on a fish depicted in a wooden sculpture in a temple at mangaw in kokan in the state of maharashtra it is likely that she symbolizes emergence of life from water and the amphibian face indicates transition of life from water to land the first of the 10 incarnations of vishnu in hindu religion also depicts matsyavatara or fish incarnation which probably indicates that the life force originated in water interestingly in the same temple a woman faced four arm goddess yakshini is also shown holding a fish in the left lower hand in yet another sculpture from the same temple a two arm horse faced goddess yakshini is shown as holding a fish in the left hand similar references are seen elsewhere in the old world civilizations heket was the ancient egyptian frog faced goddess she was considered as a symbol of life water fertility and goddess of the last moments of birth this was because the frog appeared in several thousand numbers after the annual inundation of the nile the ancient text rigveda has a group of verses namely manduka sukta and we find this sukta uh, composition in mandala number 10 and the sukta is 103 it depicts an amusing similarity between the voices of sages who recite verses and the croaking of frogs the composition was written by sages named as maitra varuni and vasishta in summary one can say that the various descriptive names of frogs in ancient sanskrit literature are indicative of their unique habitats seasonality sounds colors leaping and burrowing habits and hibernation importantly our ancestors were respectful and sensitive towards lesser known small amphibians like frogs Interestingly the sensitivity of Indian culture and respect for nature had also spread outside India a stone sculpture in a temple in Cambodia depicts the scene of Lord Krishna lifting Mount Govardhan on his little finger as an umbrella in rainy season with a tiny frog squatting near his feet thus a linkage of nature with culture is the key to conservation Stay tuned for the next episode. For more episodes, log on to www.elafoundation.org/podcasts. Wildlife Conservation India podcasts are now available on prominent platforms like SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Stay tuned.